Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Sinn Féin TD Mairead Farrell will speak at a commemorative event in Cork City this weekend to honour the immense contribution made by Republican women hunger strikers. Mairead is the niece of Mairead Farrell, who was one of the three female hunger strikers in Armagh Jail in 1981 and uh, Mairead joins me now. Morning Mairead. Good morning Gareth, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, it's, do you know, it's, it's lovely to talk to you. It's a time in my life back in the early 80s when I became very much aware of the whole Republican situation and particularly I, I lived in London for about four years in the, in the early to mid 80s. That was the first time as someone from the Republic of Ireland I became aware of Margaret Thatcher's presence in Northern Ireland and the devastating effect that her political agenda had on so many people, that so many people felt that they just had to resort to means whereby they could actually reassert their own individuality, their own uh, their own place in a society and a country they loved. And this... This, this, it's an area of history that I find fascinating. I, I, I really do mm-hmm. think it, it has made an impression certainly on my generation and I would like to think that it will continue to make impressions on future generations. Now, first of all, I, I just want to clarify here. You're the niece of Mairead Farrell. Mairead Farrell, um, along with Dan McCann and Sean Savage, uh, were murdered by the SAS in Gibraltar in 19... I, I'm thinking March 1988? <laughs> Yes, in March 1988, yeah, exactly. But before that, Mairead was very active in the Republican movement. So take take us back to the the Armagh jail hunger strikers. There were three, three there was, uh, was Mairead Farrell, there was Mairead Nugent, and there was Mary Doyle. Yeah, exactly. And I think that what you just said there at the start in relation to your time in London, I think that speaks true to, to so many people. And I think that's really kind of a fascinating part of our history, too, whereby people, you know, a lot of people in the 80s had no other choice but to go, you know, to the likes of London for work. And it was then that they really kind of were uh, faced with the reality of the political situation in Ireland um, in many senses. So I think that's a really interesting thing. And, and I'm sure that there's been plenty of work done on that, but it, it is definitely something worth um, exploring more. 
but yes, so I think one of the things and the reason we're having this um, event as well tomorrow, I suppose, is all in the lead up to the National Hunger Strike commemoration that will be happening um, in Cork at the end of August. But w- when we think of hunger strikes, you know, we, we think of um, the 1981 hunger strike um, and of course Bobby Sands and the men that died as part of that. And we, we think, of course, of Terence McSweeney. Um, but there are some people that aren't maybe remembered as much, um, you know, and uh, hunger strikes that aren't remembered um, as much. So, of course, um, with Cork, you know, the likes of Michael Fitzgerald and Joseph Murphy spring to mind. And then when we think about the role of Republican women um, throughout um, our history, of course, and we all know that famous uh, photo of um, uh, Porrick Pierce and Elizabeth O'Farrell and, uh, and just her shoes remaining, you know, being airbrushed out of history and how that's changed now. But I think when we think about... Um, women even in the 1980s you know there just isn't that much of um uh, an understanding or, or knowledge out there um about that role so in in 90 so there was two hunger strikes i suppose uh, in the start of the 80s in um in the in the six counties and if you look at the the 1981 one everybody is aware of and then there was the one in 1980 mm-hmm. and that was where um you know there some men um in uh you know took part in a hunger strike but then also three women and um, so my auntie was one of them and they started on the 1st of December of 1980 and then that went on um uh, for for they actually went on for 24 hours more than the men in the end because they weren't sure they weren't able to get clarification and that the hunger strike had actually ended so it's quite fascinating and even just in terms of you know women and men's bodies uh, can, you know can be different and mm. the impact of the hunger strike on women i think is something that um, hasn't actually been explored uh, that much now there's some there's some literature on it now at this point and there's a fabulous book called john lennon's dead and um if anybody because john lennon di- died in that period in the it, 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 of, of the, during that hunger strike but it's a fascinating book for people to read but I think it's very important for us obviously to understand our history to understand um you know, the role of women within our history. And I think we've now come to that point um, as a society that we recognise that and we recognise the role um, that women played. So I'm really looking forward to tomorrow because tomorrow's not just going to be about, um, you know, it is obviously going to be about the hunger strikes, it's going to be about the role that women played, but it's also going to be looking at what role can women play going forward, you know? And we now see a situation where within Sinn Féin, you know, our, our leadership is, is female. You know, that's very mm. exciting. You know, we have a situation for the first time ever that, Private Cork woman Michelle O'Neill um, is, you know, uh, first minister in the north, and that was obviously in a society that was created that would never see a Republican first minister. And if you think back at the likes of my auntie Mairead, if you think of Mary Doyle, Mary Nugent, you know, when they were on hunger strike in Armagh Jail in 1980, could they ever have imagined um, that that Michelle O'Neill would be in that position? That 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 that, that is where um, society was going. And now we have Mary Lou Macdonald, the first, you know, um, leader of the opposition who's female as well and in my hopes and dreams Gareth uh, she'll be uh, the first female uh, Taoiseach but of course uh, time will tell in relation to that so I think just for women within politics within history I think we're at a different standing point now we're seeing you know we're really recognising the role that women played and sometimes that was at the forefront like um, my auntie Mairead on hunger strike but there's so many other contributions that women played um, that just haven't been recognised to this point so I think that's a really exciting thing and I would encourage people who are interested in history um, or who are interested in politics to co- to come along and what I always say to people is the most important thing is if you have a question just ask it and, and don't feel like you know you know you're 
supposed to know the answers to, to things. And it's always interesting to have that engagement and to have that kind of discussion. So I'm really looking forward to it. And um, uh, Mandy O'Leary Hegarty, of course, will be speaking as well. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to catching up with, with herself as well because she's kept me kind of abreast of everything that's going on in Cork as well. So I'm really looking forward um, to coming down tomorrow. I'm just wondering, um, did you have an opportunity to get to know your aunt well? Because it's hard to believe it's... No, thir- so it's I was 35. born in... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 1990. Yeah. Okay. So that was two years after she was murdered. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was the first girl born into the family, hence the name, yeah. Yeah, and when did the when did the interest spring that you wanted to look back at her life and look back at, at the legacy she left? Well, I, I suppose I've, um, I think when I was about 14, I got really interested in history and, and politics. So, it was actually through the, um, we did in school, you know, Porrick uh, Pierce's speech at O'Donovan Ross's grave mm-hmm. and the famous lines, you know, the fools, the fools, the fools. And um, that kind of sparked my interest in history. But what's very interesting, actually, is that one of the first history books that I then read was um, a biography of, uh, of Mary McSweeney. And I just found it completely and utterly fascinating. And I wish I could get my hands on that book again because I think it was a little bit too complex for me at yeah. 14. There was parts that I found a bit difficult, but it was it was her um, and I also read a biography of Kathleen Clark and it was just for me actually to see that, you know, women did really play a strong role and of course Mary McSweeney was um, a very strong, a very, very strong uh, character and I also have um, Muriel McSweeney's um, book here actually right in front of me. So I think the role that women have played throughout um history is just something that's particularly fascinating um and and i think that you know there's been obviously a number of events and it's very interesting as well to hear from the people that lived through that time but i think it's also good for us you know for those of us who haven't to be able to come together and to talk about the impact that you know our history has had on us uh, and crucially of course you know looking forward into the future like i I really do believe that we you know we're coming to to united ireland that's something that i really aspire to and I think it's in a really exciting time as well because if you think about it, we have an opportunity to shape the kind of, you know, Ireland we want to live in, to shape the kind of society we want to live in. And that's really, really exciting. And of course, every single one of us will have different views as to how <laughs> that will be. You know, myself and yourself wouldn't have the exact same view as to what we would like to see of society. Mm. But sure, let's have that conversation. Let's talk about it uh, and let's get excited about it, I think. Oh, I think it's being, I think it's being had far more frequently than it was even 10 years ago. Can, can I just Absolutely. come back to the, the hunger strike the the women involved were they worried about whether they would be able to sustain the, the hunger strike well i mean i think everybody i would imagine like i i obviously wasn't around at the time and i haven't thankfully not um had that been in that position myself but i would imagine that everybody would be i i think that um of course anybody would be but like i'm sure that they understood what they were you know they were going into and what they were doing um so 
I would imagine that it was very mentally um, difficult um, from, you know, for, for all hunger strikers. I, I don't think that really uh, gender plays a kind of a role in that. Mm. But they felt very strongly that they wanted um, women to participate um, in that hunger strike in 1980. They wanted um, there to be representation from Armagh Jail as well, because, of course, we know of the likes of, you know, the strip searches that um, women um, endured in prison as well, you know, those kind of horrendous conditions. And um, they really did want to kind of be very clear in in their commitment to that as well. So I I do think it's interesting to see how... um, I do think it's very interesting and fascinating to look at the, the impact of um, hunger strikes, of course, on women. But we have that um, tradition here. You know, we have those three women that did participate uh, in that hunger strike. And I think it's very much something that we need to be more aware of and, and create awareness of because, you know, people are aware, as you know, of, of certain men that took part in hunger strike. But obviously they aren't aware of all men. And I always just think it's really important for us to understand um, our history. I think society really needs to understand their history. Well, I think there's there's a greater acceptance of history as it was rather than criticizing the individuals who created that history today. And finally, I've just one 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 last question and I think what you mm-hmm. know when I look at the popularity of Sinn Féin uh both north and south now. I mean, I think if there was a general election tomorrow, it's a foregone conclusion that there would possibly be a landslide victory by the party um and a singular government. Uh, which we haven't had in in decades. Um, A lot of young people now saying we like the whole feel of Sinn Féin. Um, Would it be worth their while cultivating an essence of kind of what happened 40 years ago, 43 years ago? Would it... I'm I'm just thinking there are a lot of people who will vote for Sinn Féin who might not be aware of that period in history and particularly... The, the bloodshed caused by the war of the 1980s and the 70s? Well, I think there's two things. So first of all, um, I think, you know, we're 25 years on from the Good Friday um, Agreement, and I think that everybody is, you know, is proud of, of that history of the Good Friday Agreement and everything that it has, you know, allowed to and helped create and achieve and that we're very much looking forward, as I said, um, to a time that I feel that, you know, you know, we are within the grasp um, of Irish unity. I think that most young people that come to me and who are looking at voting Sinn Féin maybe for the first time or voting for the first time are incredibly frustrated and incredibly let down um, by successive governments. I mean, we have a situation whereby young people have are forced to emigrate at a time when we're an extremely wealthy country. I have people con- constantly, every single day, coming to me um, looking for emergency accommodation, emergency accommodation being full, you know, children not being able to access emergency accommodation. We then have people who, you know, I've had friends who were, you know, forced to emigrate because of of the crash, and um, they they came. They're trying to come home now, ten, twelve years later, and they can't get anywhere to live. Like you know, married couples having to live with their parents, you know, years on end. So I think people have an anchor, but I think that they see hope within Sinn Fein. They see that kind of hope that we will actually deliver for ordinary people, that we can hear um, the issues that that they are facing, and that we have actual solutions to to deal with them. And I think that's where young people are at and I think that's why young people are hope and I hope that we continue to be able to be that voice um, for young people and and for people of all generations and and to give them that level of hope because people need hope and we want to deliver on that hope. Mm. 
Absolutely. Well, the Armagh Women's Hunger Strike of 1981 is the topic of conversation and uh, you're, I know you're giving a, a talk tomorrow. Uh, it's at 2pm, Ballyfahan Community Centre, Tory Top Road here in Cork, 2pm. I would expect you'll get a very, very large crowd and a great reception as well, Mairead, and it's lovely to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Sinn Féin TD, Mairead Farrell. The event again, Saturday, well, it's tomorrow, 2pm, Ballyfahan Community Centre, uh, Torrey Top Road. Uh, I would love to have been there, but unfortunately I'll be away for a couple of days. But 2pm, uh, looking forward to your company there, Ballyfahan Community Centre. That's tomorrow at 2. Corks 96 FM.